It's time to rev it up and roll with America's premier motorcycle talk show. Open Road Radio is on the air with Gina Woods and other guest hosts. And now, with riding on their minds, here's your hosts of Open Road Radio. All right, and we are here, and it is October 17th, and I'm here with the busiest lady in media. <laughs> Except in motorcycle, <laughs> in motorcycle media, we have a surprise co-host for a little bit, and uh, we've got Marilyn Stemp with us now, other than the M3 Motorcycle Media Maven that I love to call her because she's just all over the place. Marilyn is going to recap some of Oktoberfest with us, and that's going to be real exciting because I saw you got a lot of great stuff, and you were all over the place. <laughs> It's good. I mean, you know, it's good to see and be seen both. And, you know, when we get around our friends in motorcycling, Gina, you know, we say we're working, but it sure does feel like fun. It sure does. That's why this is just one of the greatest industries in the world. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> we're not uh, we're not all rich over it, but uh, it sure the hell is fun. <laughs> it sure has been a great ride. Yeah, for sure. For both of us. We've also got some um, motorcycle news corner that Marilyn and I are going to um, hit on, give a quick debrief. And then later on, I've got the fall riding tips, picks, and sightings. Boy, I went out to Walnut Swap Meet yesterday out in the country, Woodstock, about uh, 60 miles west, maybe a little bit further. And boy, we are just peaking in colors, peaking uh-huh. in colors. How is uh, the Carolinas? Do you guys have some great colors right now? Yeah, things are looking good. It hasn't quite turned yet. We need a couple more cool nights, which I think will happen this week. Mm. But the maples have started a little bit and, um, you know, getting some red and orange here. Yeah, we, um, we've we got um, we got a cold snap. And it is the windy city here, man. I'm telling you what. All of my spider webs, I think, are almost blown down. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it's really living up to its name. It is the windy city. The last two days have been hellacious. I don't know how many plants I've gone and picked up outside that have blown over. I'm sure I'll have spiders all over my yard because I have these big spiders to scare the girls, but they're going to blow away. Except for the wind, it's a great time to ride. You know, you can bundle up a little bit and get out there and see some beautiful color, you know, so get hit by some leaves. Yeah, we're going to touch on that. We're going to do some writing uh, tips, uh, some fall writing tips that you should know, as well as give you a little bit of status of where some of the best colors are right now. I know that we in Illinois are definitely peaking in color. So we'll have some of those awesome pictures to show you. And then we've got uh, uh, Rocon Motorcycles. I ran into when Trog got canceled two weeks ago now two or three weeks ago now that canceled we went it was raining and obviously the hurricane was coming up we went uh motorcycle shopping and ran into a couple power sports shows uh different dealerships up in millstown new jersey and ran into a rocon which i'd never seen before and i just fell in love i love this Bike and Jack Lang from Extreme Machines Mill Township is going to so that's going to be a lot of fun. This is this is a crazy cool bike. Wait till you see it. It's kind of yeah, between cool. an ATV and a motorcycle, and it's kind of a combo. So a lot of fun. 
I think so we'll on to... and off road both. You yes. Take... Huh. Yeah, cool. I think we'll have to we'll have to get one for both you and I next time we are out in the wilderness. <laughs> and we'll have to go ride it together. Yeah. I know you have a busy schedule coming up. And then we've got some two wheeled happenings that we're gonna tell you about. Uh, local and coast to coast. And that will wrap up the show real quickly. I just want to tell you about one of our new sponsors. These guys are really fun. I took them out to the swap meet with me yesterday, and we had all kinds of fun with them. We've got Mimi, Mimi and Moto, the adventures of, and they have a new bike coming out. But the holidays and Christmas are approaching, and it's time to start thinking, guys, about getting some presents for all the children in your life. Our friends Nancy and Mark, creators of Mimi and Moto, want you to join the, their mission to get more children excited about motorcycles. And this will do it. Go visit www.mimiandmoto.com where you can purchase the couple's motorcycle books, The Adventures of Mimi and Moto. These are really cute books. I've had these for a couple of years, along with t-shirts, onesies, ornaments, some plushies, uh, all kinds of fun stuff. Remember, visit www.mimiandmoto today and get some Christmas shopping done early. I love those little books. They are just the cutest things. Mark and Nancy have done a great job of engaging kids about two wheels. And I got a, a message. You probably got it, too. They've sold about 10,000 of those so far. Wow. I didn't Isn't know that, that amazing? Yeah, that is. It's wonderful. And they have such... <laughs> they're, they're, they're fun people. And they coming out with these. I can't wait for the next book, but they've got uh, a whole assortment of uh, other stuff now, too. Like, And like this said, is how we get new riders, right? We start them young, get them on two wheels at the beginning, get them interested. So I love their, their impact. Absolutely. Hey, we appreciate that you're joining us on Motorcycle Mondays. And for our listeners in Las Vegas at 1400K Shop, that's fueled by Full Throttle Law, and uh, please give it a like, give it a share. And if you are driving and listening, you can always, uh, when you get done, you can always go online and listen as well. Or it will be there on Facebook, Open Road Radio, Facebook, Gina Woods, LinkedIn, and Open Road Radio YouTube. So please subscribe when you can. We really appreciate that. Our show is brought to you by Eagle Rider Motorcycle Rentals, Cass and Moses. We stand up when bikers go down. Seafoam Works, they had a great season of racing. Everybody, it's so exciting. All of the all of the uh, teams have been putting in their results for the last, well, the last 24 hours. A lot of the teams just wrapped up their season. So it's really exciting. You know, Karen Meads did some great stuff with Harley Davidson. Um, I know that uh, the Mission Foods teams at the Bagger Racing League, which you're going to talk about in just a few minutes, did really well. It's just a, uh, no, Angela, um, Angie, Sam, Samboy. Angie Samboy. Uh, oh, you mean uh, Patricia Fernandez ran back well, racing. Patricia race. Fernandez did really good, but uh, Angie yeah. Samboy. Angela Samboy? Sorry, I, I know I just read it today. She did really well as, uh, as, as well, and she did good. Um, who did she race with? She raced with Harley Davidson. Oh, we'll have to get you're ahead some, of me on that one, Gina. Yeah, we'll have to get full race results for the season and just make a a uh, good segment on it because there's a lot of great race results. Congratulations to everybody racing. Unfortunately, we got canceled at the Sons of Speed 
this year, but Billy will pull it back out in March and we'll have a great time. We're looking forward to it. Absolutely. That was one of the downsides of Biketoberfest this year that we didn't get to see Sons of Speed. Yes, but I know that you did get to go and check out uh, the uh, Bagger Racing League, like I said. And oh, boy. Really yeah. And good pictures for that as well. Yeah, you say when you want to talk about that, boy, I can go I can go for a while. You'll have to shut me up. But <laughs> That's great. Now, just wherever you're going to start, give us the scoop on Biketoberfest 2022. Well, you know, I think the biggest scoop, at least from my personal point of view, you know, I've been to Biketoberfest since the beginning. This was the 30th annual Biketoberfest, right? Okay. Not kind of pandemic, but um, for an event to last for 30 years, you'd think it must have a pretty strong connection. But honestly, the last couple of years before the pandemic, it seemed like it was not as well attended, maybe became a little more of a regional event and, you know, just wasn't as much of a, a national event then. But last year, I heard that so many people went to Biketoberfest, and I didn't because I was still in South Dakota, and it was too far to get back to the East Coast. And then I had a serious follow because all of my friends were there in, in 2021. <laughs> so I wasn't going to miss it this year, and I'm really glad I didn't. It was incredibly busy. Yeah, I heard that it was really well, especially since the hurricane had just passed through there. But that's amazing, and that's fantastic because they really needed that. They needed a good turnout. They needed that support. So I'm really glad that a lot of people were there. Um, yeah, I kind of feel like you did at first. I thought, okay, so the speed got canceled, so we'll just pass on this one. And then I was kind of getting sad when everybody was out there going, <laughs> <laughs> you know, you just can't. Sometimes you just can't pick it right. It's like, no, I do the same. But, you know, I was thinking about, like, Friday afternoon going into the Ross Myers store at Destination Daytona, you know, Bruce Rossmeyer, Harley. And it felt like bike week. It was wow. that busy in there. It was just jam-packed with people. That's fantastic. And yeah, the parking lot was full of a lot of our same friends and vendors who were there in the spring, you know, uh, Saddlemen and Drag Specialties and Legends, Suspension. Um, back on the J&P part, um, the store was very busy. Good. Uh, Clockworks and Memphis Shades. Um, Wild ass seats. I mean, all of our usual friends were there doing great business. That's fantastic. I'm glad to hear that. Yep, yep. And of course, in the pavilion, you know, they don't have as many bike shows um, through Biketoberfest as they do in the spring, but there was a great show for women riders by uh, Jim Lynch of Bike Show Mafia. And that was nicely attended and, you know, some amazing um, customized bikes. You know how. Sometimes our women friends like to go overboard, and boy, there were some great strong cases yes. of that on display. It was amazing. I helped to host that last year, and that was big fun, absolutely big fun. And Jim said he had something he had to send me because he expected me to be there. And I, oh. you know, we just had, I, I was up at New Jersey the week before that, and that got canceled, and that got canceled. And I was just like, <laughs> I had to call the swap meet yesterday and say, you didn't cancel, did you? <laughs> <laughs> in a row. <laughs> but well, no, I'm so glad I heard that it was a great turnout and I, lo I love those ladies they have so much energy <laughs> no no question about it and then um, John O'Brien from Hardcore Cycles had his performance bagger show as well that was um, the day after so that was super well attended oh great uh, you know he must have had 60 bikes in the pavilion there which for Biketoberfest and you know, an event that people were saying might have been canceled by the hurricane. I was truly impressed by that turnout. 
Did you see a lot of remnants of the hurricane or have things been cleaned up? Kind of depended where you were. You know, I'm driving down on A1A through Flagler Beach and look out at the ocean and half the pier was gone. I mean, they really had a hard time there. But Daytona proper, um, at least what I saw, didn't, you know, some bits of debris and some roofs with tarps. But, you know, then I went down to South Daytona where Ronnie Harris has chop docks. He had a shop party again. And that seemed to be worse hit. There were just larger piles of debris by the side of the road and seemed like there was more damage there. Yeah, and that's where Sons of Speed is at in New Smyrna, which is just a little bit further south of that. So yeah. we certainly understood and thanked uh, Billy for that consideration. He just wanted to be sure that everybody was safe. And, you know, that's the, that's what you have to do. You have to make that hard decision. Yep, absolutely. And, of course, you know, we will look forward to it in the spring. But I love to see those old machines flying around the banking in New Smyrna. It's just just really a, a moment, you know, really and the is. racers are so brave. You know, the bikes are not set up like our modern bikes, right? Yeah, exactly. So big challenges. Exactly. No, it's, it's big fun. Just big, big fun. You know, just having the chase and the chicks on 66. And of course, that wasn't a lot of, lot of vintage, but of course the chase was and uh, the cannonball and um, uh, just a lot of vintage this year. I'm really glad to see it. I mean, there's, I think 2023 is going to be real big for vintage. Yeah, you know, I think the message is just get out there and ride your bike. It doesn't matter what it is. And you'll find some <laughs> yeah. friends who like the same time you do and get going. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I agree. I'm with you on that, sister. And uh, Giuseppe's Pizza, Billy's good friend Jojo from Giuseppe's um, on Nova Road there, um, he opened up the parking lot for the Upsweep show again. And that's just, I mean, <laughs> the spirit there is all old-time choppers. And yeah. Just so fun to see what turns up there. <laughs> Fantastic. Yeah, I he's really, in the, I don't know, I see a lot of people with pictures with him. I know Mad Stork had a lot of pictures going on with him, too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, half of those bikes are held together by bailing wire, just like that. <laughs> it's awesome. I hope his pizzas are better. <laughs> well, yeah, and he's a Steeler fan, so there's nothing wrong with any of that. <laughs> Well, I know Billy raves about their pizza, and it's gotten real popular because of that. So I, I, I bet that's a, that's a sure stop for me next year. Yeah, well, JoJo promises he's coming to Sturgis this year, so we'll see. Good, good. Now that I've like said it on Open Road Radio, he's going to have to. Yeah, absolutely. You said it here. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it on the Internet. That's <laughs> yeah, right. the 1400K shop. <laughs> So, um, you know, before, I guess for me, even before we get to the news, the big news was the the finals of a couple of racing sanctions I'm, I've been really following this year. And Bagger Racing League, of course, is one of those. And, um, you know, we also have the Moto America King of the Baggers. But this was the Bagger Racing League's finals in Daytona at it Daytona National Speedway, which, I mean, who doesn't want to race there? Yeah. Yeah, just an amazing venue. And It's like the cream of the crop. It is, for sure. And um, no big surprise in who won the, the GP bagger class. Um, Nick, Nick Trask and his team has been killing it with, I mean, come on, a Trask Turbo? Of course. You know? Yeah, they are so fast. just couldn't be beat. But the drama was that his rider, Shane Narbonne, did not even qualify because he had some transmission issues. Okay. So for the final, he started way in the back of the field and just beat his way up there and, you know, I mean, just 
hit hit the gas and made it work. That and, makes for an exciting race. I love that. Yeah, I could just watch the races all day. When they were in Milwaukee, man, we missed you there. It was oh. really exciting. It was really exciting. Got yeah, a lot of it, good footage. I agree. And, you know, then there's the NAMS class the, um, that Patricia won. Yeah. Um, Jeff Zelensky steps up there and sponsors that, and that's just great fun to see. The only woman on, you know, on any team. She is just 100% pure badass. I'm going to tell you that. <laughs> she really is. She is badass. And then she's got her little cooking shows on, uh, I know. <laughs> on Instagram or YouTube. She's really great. She's so cute. And then she's got her little dog. But when she gets on that, she gets on that bike, she is a whole other person, man. Just look out. Yep, and it's somebody passed her on one of the laps, you know, one of the guys passed her, and the announcer said, oh, whoa, someone just passed Patricia back there on the on turn three or whatever, and I asked her, that was in qualifying, I asked her about it later, she said, they think they're passing me, all they're doing is motivating me to beat them. <laughs> <laughs> she does have that badass attitude, and she's got such a refreshing attitude, she's always happy, if she couldn't run the second day i think the third day in milwaukee and she was just walking around supportive and fun and you know she, she just really has a great attitude through and through yep i agree and then you know uh, she rides for the saddleman team which also includes indiana charlotte indiana st paul and lloyd's garage and they i mean they build those bikes really solid and in fact she was riding a bike that she borrowed from roland sands too oh, really that they prepped that Saddleman team prep for her, so all oh, those names you can't lose on, you know. No way, you know, that's like what's that. so cool about the whole racing segment sector that there's different families, different racing, different families, everybody's family, and everybody helps everybody. No matter, you know, there's no competition outside the track, you know, on this side yeah. of the track, but once you get out <laughs> it, there is. But that's what makes it so great. It's just everybody's trying to help everybody. Everybody well, forgive me a touch of nostalgia, but you're just reminding me, I asked Don Tilly, you know, who was just, he raced everything except Bonneville, I think. But I asked him one day, talking about somebody, came and asked him about, man, my plugs, check, check these out, tell me what I'm doing wrong. Am I running rich? Am I running lean? And Don helped him out, and the guy went on his way. And I said, Don, gosh, you help everybody. That That's great, I think. And he said, well, yeah. He said, I don't mind. He said, I I help them all, but I don't help them too much. <laughs> Just enough. <laughs> Still a competitor, right? <laughs> yeah, I think they all are. That's why I'm saying I just love that. Yeah. And then, of course, you referenced Jared Meese, you know, taking the championship again. He was defending champ, so, you know, winning it again was not a surprise. Talk about just a, a steely attitude and a, the strength of that man, just his persistence. Um, is just truly remarkable. It's great to see him win. He just has such spirit and attitude. It really is, and he's used to it by now, too, because he does <laughs> <Yeah>. well. <laughs> and, you know, he bought the uh, Springfield Mile event, um, the AFT Springfield Mile from um, Kiso's, the family that ran it for a long time. Oh, that's so, right. I did know that because that's Bob Kiso, and I used to yes. uh, I used Dave Kiso, and I used to work for him at uh, oh, did you? Illinois, Illinois Harley-Davidson. Yeah, yeah. In fact, we were just talking about him and Bob Max and his former partner. And he was down there, and Penny Rhodes, Penny Rhodes, Penny and, yeah, Penny and Ron Rhodes 
were with him and sent me some pictures. So, and Penny stopped in at uh, Jim's place as well. I had a lot of people. Are you here? Where are you at? Barbie yeah. Welder, where are you at? <laughs> and uh, I was like, I'm right around the corner. I'm really busy though. No, like, no I'm not there. I'm not there. Yeah, those are all great motorcycle names. Good people. Yeah, a lot of fun. Lot of fun. So Jerry's excited. I think I saw the provisional schedule and um, Springfield Mile doubleheader will wrap up the season next year. So he had already promoted the Lima race and now he's taken on Springfield as well. So it's probably a little more stress for him, but you know, there's no one yeah. better to, to make so, it happen. As I said earlier, I think that wrapped everything up, didn't it? I, yep, I that was the a, AFP yep, championship final. Um, they did actually a doubleheader. They did um, round 16 was Friday night at Volusia Speedway Park, and then round 17, same location, but final season finals. And the championship banquet was Sunday night. Nice. It was nice to see all the uh, newsletter, all the results stream in, and it was exciting. Exciting yeah, you know, so far. Interesting that, you know, they did some rule changes this time that maybe gave some brands a slight advantage over others, but interesting to see how that all shook out, you know. I think it's going to be a great racing year next year. I really do. I think this is just going to lead into just a powerful, real powerful year for racing. All this excitement makes it like a story to top next yeah. year, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's already pretty cool. I don't know what we're going to do through the winter. Maybe catch up on paperwork. <laughs> Watch reruns. <laughs> yeah, not you. I hear you've got a lot coming up. Oh, yeah. I'm going to go to the beach um, here in the Carolinas for a week and then go on the high seas rally, which is ridiculous, but I'm going to go anyway. It I don't want ridiculous that because I'm not going, and everybody is going, and I'm getting really, <laughs> really jealous. It's like one of those things that, like, oh, that would be really cool until you hear everybody's going, and you're like, damn it, that would be really cool. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I decided to go. I just can't stand to miss out, although, like you said, I did miss Milwaukee, and that just hurt my feelings. Yeah, I was surprised about that. Yeah, I had to get back. East, and then I came through Pittsburgh and went to the Glory Day show, which I have to say, okay, it wasn't Milwaukee, but it was a fabulous one-day show in kind of a really cool place. It was in an old U.S. Steel furnace, a blast oh, wow. furnace. So really awesome history and nice counterpoint to choppers in the blast furnace with all the rust and the industrial. Yeah, the patina. Cool. Yeah. yeah, Pittsburgh that really puts cool. that on. Yeah, that's a good I missed one. missed an event. I think they had... Because Trog canceled, of course it was scheduled prior to that, but it was kind of a nice recovery from Trog. The PA drags, they had vintage drags in, in PA this past week, and a lot of people went out to that, and I had talked to the promoters. I'm going to try to do something with them but uh, next year. But That sounds fun. And then yeah. you reminded me that Chris Rivas actually raced for Bassani. Um, oh, yeah. in the Bagger Racing League. And, you know, the funniest thing of that story <laughs> is you've got him, a really well-known drag racer. He worked for S&S for years, uh, worked with George Smith Jr. Now he's racing for Bassani. And think about going flat out straight ahead compared to, oh, my God, I'm on the banking. I'm on the banking. I'm on the banking. <laughs> <laughs> so that was a cool story, too. <laughs> I love when they mix and match the different racing, you know, when you can do that. That's it's pretty yep. Hey, Marilyn, I'm going to ask you, we're going to take a quick ad break. Will you wait through it with me and come back, do some quick news, and then 
Boy, I know you must be beat because you just got in a little while ago. Yeah, what little I know about the news, I'll pitch in on. You can take the lead. Okay, sounds good. <laughs> Let's hit some ad breaks real fast. Uh, we'll be right back after these messages. So stay tuned. Give it a like. Give it a share. Thank you so much for spending your motorcycle Mondays with us. You're listening to 1400 AM K Shop and Open Road Radio. We'll be right back. The type of can you tell if somebody actually cares? Look at their actions. At Full Throttle Law, we are all about protecting riders. That means we don't just organize rides. We take action to keep riders safe. We have sponsored or created over 20 safety-focused events in the past year alone. Emergency response classes, first aid courses, riding seminars, track days, garage nights, and fundraisers for local independent charities. Any law firm can help you get a settlement if you get hurt. But we're already on the road with you, doing everything we can to make sure we all get home safe at the end of the ride. If you've been hurt in any kind of accident, tell your smartphone to call Full Throttle Law. We ride together. Ready to ride? Seafoam Motor Treatment was born with a focus on being a safe and effective product that helps engines run cleaner and last longer. Seafoam Motor Treatment is now one of the best-selling additives in North America. Seafoam Motor Treatment is an all-petroleum blend that helps lubricate upper cylinders while it cleans, helping engines to run cleaner, run smoother, and last longer. Seafoam products have attracted a passionate following as the proven choice for mechanics, vehicle enthusiasts, and all sorts of people who love or depend on engines. We've grown since our humble beginnings, but our focus is still the same. Safe products that are proven to work and keep engines and equipment running their best. And if you're looking for a great cleaning combo for your bike, try Seafoam Bugs Be Gone to clean and Seafoam Fast Shine to detail. Ask for it at your local retailer. Seafoam, the trusted choice since 1942. Check out the website for the full line of products, locations, and videos at SeafoamSales.com and like us on Facebook. While some products fix problems, Andrews solves them. With nearly 50 years of passion, precision, and high performance, Andrews products changes the world of motorsports. Engineered and manufactured in-house, Andrews excels by using aircraft steel, then machining to the closest industry tolerances. If you need powerful cams, gears, and transmissions for your ride that are proudly made in America, use Andrews products. Contact andrewsproducts.com or call our tech line Monday through Friday, 8 to 5 at 847-759-0190. Warm weather means more friends, more road trips, more fun, and more people on the road. But it also means more distractions. Summer brings out motorcycle riders, so please remember to look twice, even three times, to see motorcycles and to cut down on distractions while driving. Let's keep this summer fun. Hit the open road on two wheels with help from Eagle Rider, the world's largest motorcycle rental and tour company. Choose from a wide selection of new motorcycles from popular brands like Harley-Davidson, BMW, Honda, Yamaha, and a whole lot more. Whether you're looking to get away for the day, weekend, or join us on one of our epic tours like our Wild West, Baja, or Route 66 tour. With over 150 locations worldwide and 30 years in the industry, it's plain to see why Eagle Rider is the trusted go-to name for your motorcycle rental needs. Book your next adventure today and visit us at EagleRider.com or call us at 310-321-3180. Eagle Rider. The type of law we practice is personal injury law. Specifically, we represent injured bicyclists and injured motorcyclists. My partner and myself have been practicing for 27 years. We know as a firm how to work together. 
Because we focus only on motorcycle crashes and bicycle crashes, we are used to not only the dynamics of how the crashes happen, but we're also used to dealing with the biases of the insurance adjusters that want to put the blame on our clients. All right, and we are back. And thank you for spending your Motorcycle Monday with us. I'm in the house with Marilyn Stemp. M3. Hello. Good evening. So they say that, oh my God, great show. Marilyn is definitely in the know. Thank you for all the race updates. She is, because she's always on hand. She's right there. She's right just, there. Thanks, just Larry. I'm a race groupie for an old bird. Who knew? <laughs> <laughs> because it's so exciting. We got big Andy with us as well from Illinois Fallen Biker. Thanks, Andy. Thank you for joining us. And if you are online, please uh, give us a like, give us a share, but leave a comment. We love to hear what you've got to say. Um, we are going to jump into some cool motorcycle news corner news and tell you a little bit about what's going on. We've only got a couple here, so let's bring them up. We've got the Can-Am teamed with the Road Warrior Foundation. What a great foundation they are. Host a group of military veterans for an epic adventure therapy. We really are seeing so many more of these come to, um, you know, come across the board. It's so great to see organizations and different manufacturers helping veterans, especially with these type of uh, therapy runs. Love it. Love, love, love that they're doing this. Can-Am has been the title sponsor for the World Warrior Foundation since it was established, proudly enabling its mission to provide adventure therapy to U.S. military veterans. Does Martin Ethier, Global Marketing Director. We firmly believe that the open road is open to all and the sponsorship brings that to life with many incredible deserving individuals. We couldn't agree more. The veterans were selected by RWF, which is the Road Warrior Foundation, from a pool of hundreds of applicants and included representatives of the U.S. Army, the Air Force, U.S. Marine Corps, and is one uh, and is the focus of every RWF adventure. They're all young in their 20s and 30s with various injuries, both physical and mental. Something else that they all had in common, a thirst for adventure and a desire to inject some fun in their lives. That is just fantastic. It's such a great job they do. They've been at it for a long time, I bet. Um, it's probably pushing a decade, maybe not quite, but... So good of uh, BRP to jump in there and sponsor with the vehicles. And honestly, the Can-Am Spider is probably the ideal vehicle because it's not. there's no barrier. If you're not a motorcycle rider, you just have to have a little bit of intuitive mechanical ability and you can get on there. And also for anyone who might be disabled, there's no issue there about riding it, you know, a three-wheeled vehicle. A three-wheeled so, vehicle, absolutely. And a wind therapy, with. right? Wind therapy helps all of us. Absolutely. The Can-Am Spider is the only vehicle that will allow us to do what we do because it's so easy to learn to ride, said Steve yeah. Parker. So, yeah. good job, guys. We really appreciate that you are out there and doing that. <laughs> I picked this story because I'm telling you, just uh, the Ameri Vespa, Ameri Vespa, the largest motor scooter gathering in America, attracts 600 to 800 Vespas. <laughs> Vespa aficionados annually. Uh, all stripes from all around the globe are welcome to its four-day event in celebration of all things scooter. And they get their kicks on Route 66, June 1st through the 4th. 
of 2023. Uh, the reason I brought that up is because there's been so much featured, so many different rides on Route 66 this year. Such a great thing to see. I know I talked with Route 66 car folks and motorcycle folks uh, quite a few years ago, and they were really looking to do more stuff, but needed more monies and so forth. So it's great that all of these events are going down Route 66 to support all of these family businesses and so forth on, along that road. So yeah, and there's and a lot of cool stuff. I haven't made it all the way through. Have you? Yeah. I mean, it's been a long time, but you know, it harkens back to those early days of like motoring in America, yeah. <laughs> you know, kind of the pre-interstate days when the only way to get somewhere was on two laners. Right, right. And so did you do did you do it from Chicago to Santa Monica? Uh Dennis and I did. Oh really? Back in the day. Yep, pre-kids. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> I bet there's a lot more stuff to go see now, maybe. Oh, uh, probably, because there were sections you really you can't still get on. I think yeah. some in Arizona, actually, near Winslow is part of that, where you can't ride the old road. It's been kind of sidetracked or skirted. You know, there are a couple places where you can't get on it. I thought that the Chase just did the entire road. Yeah, I'm not sure what their exact route was. I didn't look close enough to tell you. But um, well, I came get... there a couple years ago, and there was uh, some still, still some barricaded off stuff. We'll have to get Jason on. I've got some great interviews that I took from yeah. the beginning, or from Springfield. Well, they, they actually started in Springfield, not Chicago, because of the number of bikes that they had. But we'll have to get them on, too. We'll have to get him on so we can play some of those interviews as well, debut those. That, that would be great, and Jason could tell all about the route that they took, and I'm sure he'd be in a wealth of information. Yeah, that would be fun. All right, we've got our next one, the Polaris Outlanding Project. So this is pretty cool. This was an all-woman team of riders from Europe. So these women were from France, Germany, Spain, Sweden, and the UK. And with a strong female focus, six women represented Polaris from those countries that I just mentioned. And what they did was uh, they went on, these, on this long expedition it was a chance to inspire other riders to take uh, on similar challenges. These types of vehicles provide a unique perspective on adventure and how to achieve it and to encourage other women riders who are ready to explore and start planning. After months of preparation, the team ventured into the wilderness of Iceland. <laughs> of <Wow>. Iceland. <laughs> and just, with just their vehicles and their camping equipment to sustain them, and all returned with countless memories. I'm telling you what, this is a big deal. There is more and more that people are just getting out there and doing it the rugged way, right? Yeah, they're overlanding or underlanding or whatever they call it. But outlanding. I think it's outlanding. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just get off the grid and do your thing. Yep. The project was completed in September by an all-women team of the writers from Europe. The journey of a lifetime took the writers out of the capital. Um, wow, Iceland. Okay, capital of Iceland. <laughs> it's uh, Reykjavik. 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 Ah, okay. Past glaciers, geysers, and geothermal pools. Wow. Wow. Can you imagine? Dramatic. 
<laughs> it's just a black sand. It's really cool. Very cool. Yeah, that's that's a bucket list. There you go. Yeah, and you know, uh, I just think it's great that they chose women to do this because we're yeah. tough. We can handle it. The route made for incredible views and a big test of willpower. Um, you know, like I say, I think there's just a lot more outlandish adventures going on. <laughs> I just, I think that what Tucker is kind of focusing on that as well. Tucker's got, uh, Tucker does, and so does um, Komodo has the ADD. Yes, Komodo does too. So I think there's a, there's a portion of the industry headed that way. Another um, news story is a documentary of the life of Jesse Combs, well-known racer fabricator and host of Automotive TV shows, including uh, Autoblogs, The List, video series is coming out on HBO, and the trailer was just released. Let's take a look. Three, two, one. Give it to him. 440.4. <laughs> From day one, Jessie has been a goal setter. She's always been pretty fearless. When she was comfortable, she was very confident. But she lives in this world, which is male-dominated. I've won. Like, I've beat hundreds of dudes. But I have to push harder. I have to do things bigger, better. What makes you happy? Changing the world. She's a dangerous woman. Back in the day, Kitty was the fastest female on four wheels. And I have your blessing to break your record. <laughs> I'm not afraid of dying, but I'm not ready to die. If you're chasing adventures, you're gonna have to sacrifice having a relationship. It's not as glamorous as it seems. I can't have a family and try and break a world land speed record, but it's what I was born for. We're no longer testing. We're running for records. What keeps me going is knowing that I have what it takes. The moment I start doubting myself is the moment something's going to go wrong. I have to trust myself. Oh my gosh, this is really happening. You don't have to live in fear. You can live in courage and live completely free. And that comes out on HBO on October 20th. So that is just around the corner. What a, I'm so excited to see that. Yeah, it looks so well done, doesn't it? Just it really does. I'm yep. just that they got so much footage. Any workout, any mood, any time. That's what the Peloton Tread is all about. From interval runs that motivate you to go. There you go. Yeah, just that they got so much footage uh, of her talking about it uh, beforehand is really. Yeah, and the release said, you know, she passed away in 2019. And it might not make sense to say this, but it feels a lot longer ago. And I think, you know, her, her loss is felt so strongly because she was so impactful. And, you know, I mean, I just, I feel like it should be longer ago than that, that, you know, that we haven't had her with us. Her, her, she was very impactful, very inspiring. You know, she, 
was on three or four of our bike builds that we mm -hmm. did. Um, gosh, we did them in Sturgis, we did them in Daytona, Appleton, Wisconsin, Mesho in Chicago. Yeah, she was saying, did she really inspire the other women that were that were on the bike build as well? It's just a great, great team of women, but she's done so much. She's done so much. Yeah. You know, so this is going to be really exciting. What a great tribute to her. Yep, I agree. It's going to Very be cool. good. Real quick, I'll mention another woman who came up just recently in a news release, Joe Giovanoni. Her bike is, I understand, at the Harley Museum on display. Did it, you hear that? It is. And so I was there and I filmed some of her. Um, they have a nice tribute for her. And both Chris and I were at her celebration of life as well. But uh, we're going to do a open road radio reunion of our coast before our 25th year is out. And we're going to do a tribute for Joe as well. So oh, that's stay tuned wonderful. for that. Yes, she was on the air with me for years down at WCKG downtown. When it was only radio, real radio. Hey, if you're <laughs> listening from 1400 AM K-Shop, thank you for joining us, fueled by Full Throttle Law. You can go to our show that you've just been listening to on uh, YouTube or Facebook, and you can actually view that trailer. So if you're listening on the radio, 1400 a.m. Please check it out because it's really going it, to the, the trailer is amazing. I can't wait to see the whole thing come out. So that's going to be pretty cool. All right, lady, I know that you've got to get going. I'm going to bring Jack Lang on from Extreme Machines. So thank you so much for joining us on Open Road Radio. You're busy, girl. I know you're headed right out the door again pretty soon. Well, thank you for inviting me. And it's always fun to join you. Thank you so much. I will talk to you very soon. <laughs> I can say I'll give you a call later on, but no, not tonight. I'll give you a call later this week. <laughs> All right. Take care. Okay. Bye-bye. And that is our very own Marilyn Stamp. He's a powerhouse. Okay. So we've got uh, Jack Lang on. Yep. Bring him up. He's from Extreme Machines out there in New Jersey, and he's been waiting in the wings to talk about that wild and crazy bike, that Rokon. It was a rainy day. I walked into your Power Sports dealership and walked around, talked with some people, looked at some things, took some pictures, and then ended up in your section and saw this bike, and I was just like, what? You explained it to me, and I think you're just as excited as I am. <laughs> Yeah, the Rokon is definitely something we've been pretty excited to have around the dealership. Even, you know, it's not something that we normally see as, as you know, something that comes in quite often, but it's something that we're, we were really excited to take in, and uh, we were really excited to everyone, you know, test drive it to. <laughs> Fantastic. Well, I know that you're having a lot of fun test driving it. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, I... I Personally, I own a Ducati, and I get to ride every bike under the sun that I I can imagine. And uh, I'll tell you, that is one of the scariest bikes to ride to. <laughs> you told me when I was in the dealership that it doesn't have a great turning power. It doesn't. Turning is uh is not its real strong suit for sure, but it can go anywhere that you can walk. It'll uh it'll climb you know sixty percent grades. It'll uh, float over water, and it could tow 2,000 pounds. 
But as far as making a close, it could definitely her, go where I can't walk. <laughs> oh, for sure, that's yeah. what I'm thinking. <laughs> yeah, it'll. Uh, there's videos on YouTube of people driving over just like logs and stumps and everything. But uh, as far as a uh, short turning radius, I would say uh, give yourself some room for a U-turn. <laughs> you were supposed to get us a little video, but I understand that it's raining out there today. <laughs> Unfortunately, yeah, and uh, that's not something that you really want to be riding around in the rain with the big. It's got actually tractor tires on there, and uh, with with the way New Jersey roads are and everything, is just not really worth the safety. So tell us a little bit about this bike. I love it because it's it's really a combo of a motorcycle and a ATV. This thing is just powerful as hell. I love it. Yeah. So it's it's uh it's actually powered by only a seven horsepower two hundred or so cc Briggs and Stratton or Kohler engine depending on the year. The one that we have is a is a Kohler engine. Okay. And like a lawnmower engine type thing. It's got a uh, it's got a three speed selectable like gear range type thing, but <laughs> it's got all these different contraptions and torque reducers and jack shafts so that the final drive is just spinning the wheels with all the torque known to man. <laughs> man, some of the videos that I've been looking at since I saw that Rogan, because I've been wanting to interview you for a while now, are just wild. This thing just can do and go anywhere. This is amazing. Is it street savvy? I would not ever want to ride one on the street they do make a street legal model but i'd say torch steer on a street bike is going to be something that's a little bit squirrely <laughs> so who is your who's the basic customer so i guess the the ideal customer for rocon in where we are in uh, central jersey is going to be the hunting community really because it's got the towing capacity it's got the off-road capabilities that you can really get anywhere that you want with it. God, this is it's amazing. And what's it going to cost to walk out the door with it? Somewhere around that $8,000 price range for out the door. It's not too bad for a forest full of fun. <laughs> yeah, really being able to go anywhere. And uh, for if you decide to fill the wheels up with fuel, which is something you could do on a Rokon, you could go for 500 miles. Really? 500, yep. That's crazy. Yeah, it's really it's really about, you know, it's all standard production stuff so that way you can actually get all the parts for a Rocon, not from a Rocon dealership. They're designed to be serviced by the owner, not a dealership. So it came out about 1958, I understand, where there were similar bikes like this that uh, came into production and it <laughs> took a lot of years for me to find it but <laughs> yeah. i'm pretty excited about it yeah so in i believe in 58 he invented it and then he finally you know br branded out with his uh you know expanding to to a uh almost like big national company towards the uh early 60s yeah Man. That's it. And, and from Germany, I'm. They're actually all handmade in New Hampshire now. Really? Yep. 
handmade in New Hampshire. And, uh, you know, they're, they're all individually made and they made with care and very generic parts with the idea being that it's a very simple, rugged workhorse. Wow. That is pretty. I just dig it. I just really want to. I want to ride one. I, yeah, I don't well, know where they've got If you ever on, find you know. yourself over here on the East Coast, we'd love to have you come try, try it on. I will. I will be back, and I will definitely do that. Tell us a little bit about Extreme Machines. So Extreme Machines is actually a uh, premier motorcycle dealership here in uh, Central New Jersey. So we do everything from you know the Rokon as a, a trade in. You know, a couple Harleys will get traded in. But we do a lot of Ducatis, we do Triumphs, we do KTM, and of course we do the Hondas, the Kawasaki's, the Suzuki's, and the Yamaha's. But we also do everything in between as well. We do side-by-sides, we do personal watercraft, and we do ATVs. You guys have the biggest place. It's it's a powerhouse. It really is. You guys yeah. got a huge power sports dealership. It's really cool. How can people get more information? Well, I'd recommend that you visit us at Extreme Machines, spelt with an X, X-T-R-E-M-E, machines.us. Or like us on Facebook, Extreme Machines Motorcycle. And then uh, you can follow us on Instagram or just give us a call. Our website has uh, our contact information. If you see any bikes you like in stock, give us a shout. We'd love to touch face with you. You guys got to get over and talk to Jay, to Jack. He is so excitable. It's, you're great sales. You're a lot Thanks. of fun to talk with and a lot of fun Thanks, to have on the show. So thank you so much, and we'll talk to you very soon. You have a great night, Gina. Thank, thank you. You too. <laughs> All right, and we are wrapping it up here. We have just got a couple of things. Um, maybe we'll just do a couple quick what's happening. And then we will close it out. We want to say thank you to all of our listeners at K Shop 1400 AM, brought to you by Full Throttle Law. And Shannon and uh, or Dazzlin, <laughs> Shannon Dazzlin, and Penny FXR will be back next week. And Scrapper Dan took off for the weekend, and we hope that he had a lot of fun and hope he's back home safe by now. Okay, so first off, we've got a. What event do we got? I have to find my paperwork, don't I? Okay, we've got the Thunder Beach Rally. So this is uh, our coast-to-coast happenings, motorcycle happenings, Thunder Beach Fall Motorcycle Rally in Panama City and uh, Panama City Beach, Florida. That is Wednesday, October 19th. So really, that's starting in two days through Sunday, uh, October 23rd, March the 22nd annual Thunder Beach Fall Motorcycle Rally. Thousands of motorcycles rolling to town to enjoy entertainment in multiple venues. Hundreds of vendors, including many of the motorcycle industry's biggest names. Check it out at the Thunder Beach Fall Motorcycle Rally, Panama City Beach, Florida. Then we've got the Harvest Classic. Try to get some of that fall stuff going here. That is a European and vintage motorcycle rally. That is in Lukenbach, Texas. I won't go there. Bike show, fun run, <laughs> live music, swap meet, vendors, 100cc fun run, barbecue, camping, and more. That's in Lukenbach, Texas. Harvestclassic.org. 